26th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Read a few verses here. Beginning in verse 1. He said, In that day shall we sing, uh, shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation, we've got a point with walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates. I told you last week about coming up to the gate. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation, which keepeth the truth, may enter in. That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed upon thee because he trusted in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. The prophet writing here to the Israelite people, they were in bondage. Yeah, a way had been made for them to get out of bondage, but certainly they had come to a critical point. In the book of Isaiah, it said that they were in a land of dry bones. Wasn't nothing but deadness around them. So the prophet was trying to prop them up a little bit and give them a little hope that there's going to be a better day. When they were taken into captivity, they got there and they told them they sing a song of Zion. They said they couldn't sing a song of Zion in a foreign land. And they hung their harps on the willows. Could sing no more, but now we're going to sing a song. Things are going to be better. Lord's going to take care of the situation. Get us out of this. Move us on to a better time. Trust ye in the Lord. It's good. Always trust in the Lord. No matter how dark and dreary things look. Man that knows the Lord can always look in hope. That the Lord take care of it. He always has, he. When I look back at my life, sometimes I look at nothing on the way through it. I'm thinking, man, we're in a bad spot here. Every time the Lord would do something to get us out of it, even though I had got us in it, <laughs> Lord would get us out of it. We've made it all these years until now. I believe he's still looking out after us in the same manner. In the 62nd, chapter then of Isaiah we're going to go up that road again <clears throat> 62nd chapter <clears throat> verse I guess we start in verse 10 it said go through Go through the gates, prepare you the way of the people. Cast up, cast up, cast up the highway 
gather out the stones. That's the one I was telling you about last week. It's going to be a good, smooth highway. Lord's going to build it. But there's work to be done. Cast up, cast up. Prepare you the way of the people. Gather out the stones and lift up a standard for the people. Give them something to follow. Show them the way. Bring them on. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. Say ye unto the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And thou shalt be called, sought out, a city, a city not forsaken. It's going to be a new day. Over in the fourth verse of this same chapter, he said, Thou shalt no more be turned forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be turned desolate, but thou shalt be called Hesbalah, Hesabah, and thy land Beulah, for the Lord delighteth. Indeed, Israel in thy land shall be married, married to the Lord. It's going to be a wedding. Over in the book of Revelation, John saw new Jerusalem coming out, out of God, out of heaven, adorned as a bride. This is a wedding. It's going to be a wedding. Gonna be a great wedding, great coming together. But before we get there, we gotta go down that highway, all the way up to the city. Go through the gate. The one in one that John saw, the gates was open. They were going in and out. But this one, we're gonna go in. It's the gate. You go down to the holy city, to the temple. Go in the temple, and what we see there then is a lamp. One of the first things I think would be seen would be the lamp that's burning, eternal flame. Don't let it go out. I mentioned last week that we could one down, we looked over in the olive trees along the way where as we, as we were moving along, and they were to furnish the oil for the eternal lamp. It's going to shine in the temple. By the way, you understand, we are the temple. And the light's going to shine through us. The everlasting, eternal light. Don't let it go out. That's what they were challenged to do. Don't let it go out. Serve the Lord and keep it burning. Always burning. And then we get on further in and there's a ladder 
and those labras full of water. I believe I figured up one time 17,000 gallons of it in there. It's a big lab. Got, it's got spigots all the way around it. And the priests were to wash before they went up. Wash, wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. We have the same challenge ourselves. It's the proof of God that we keep ourselves clean, that we make ourselves clean. Put on the linen, linen garments before you go up. Don't disenter him before the Lord in his haphazard manner. Brother Jerry wore his tie this morning. The reason he wore it, I'm quite sure he'd be more presentable. We put on our best Sunday clothes with God. More presentable when we go before the Lord. We put on our linen breeches. Take off the old foul clothing that we had on and put on some clean, clean clothing to go up before the Lord. Wash yourselves. But that was only uh, entering into. But we must carry on. I'm reminded of the 24th chapter of the book of Matthew when the Lord is talking about to the disciples and they were wanting to know about the end time and he is telling them all about it and he's telling them how bad things were going to be. It's going to get so bad they're going to be worse than they ever had been or ever would be. Worse than that. But he told them one more thing. He said, he that endureth to the end shall be saved. So there's an enduring. Not only do we clean ourselves to go up, we keep ourselves clean. We keep on at that. We must carry on. We must learn of the Lord as we go. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little, but we must learn. We must carry on. In the book of Titus, then, the scriptures back this up. Third chapter of the book of Titus. <clears throat> My nose has been running for a month. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> I've taken all kind of medication. Doctor gave me some stuff. I, there's, no, there's no cure, I don't believe. Third chapter of the book of Titus, verse 1, he said, Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and to powers and to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. This is a following on to do. This is a following on to know God. To speak evil of no man, to be no brawlers, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts and pleasures, living in malice, and in envy and hateful and hating one another. That's the way we were before we come 
but after that the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. There's that light shining, by the way. And we saw that candelabra that never going to go out. It's still shining. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy. He saved us by the washing of regeneration. So we've come through the door into the temple of the living God, regenerated, born again, made a new man. We're born then of the lineage of the Jews. We're one that's injured, born into the family of God. What a privilege. Be adopted. Be adopted into the family of God. All in the family. We're one that's injured, circumcision of the heart, made a new man by the washing of regeneration unto the Lord. Must be washed again. Priest entered in with blood, sprinkled it upon all the vessels and upon all the, the uh, people and upon themselves and offered up the sacrifice of their lips unto God pure and clean washed by the washing of regeneration you know, it must be that the gospel would baptize us, cover us up. Got to cover our old dead bodies. Die unto this world. Be resurrected unto the new world. In the book of Colossians, First chapter. <clears throat> I guess in verse 7. As ye also learn of Epirus, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the Spirit, for this cause we also, since that day we heard it, do, cease, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is that continuing on I'm talking about. We come to that place where we started we come to that place of resurrection 
by the way, uh, you know, we put a lot of stock in the resurrection. But if there isn't a resurrection in this life, there's not going to be another resurrection. Must be resurrection unto newness of life. Or you won't see that next resurrection. In verse 10, he said that ye might walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened in all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long suffering and joyfulness. The patience he's talking about here is the same one the Lord is talking about. He that endured. To the end. They carry on in the gospel. They learn of the Lord. Follow on to know the Lord. It's not just a one time thing. You know that people want today want to present it as salvation being something that just happened to you suddenly. And it's all over. Don't you ever doubt you're saved. And I say that's dangerous. You better have some doubts. You better search the scripture. You better follow on to know the Lord. We're, we're commanded everywhere to learn, learn, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word truth. So our challenge is that we'd follow on that we'd continue where we had come from, we'd continue on, always abounding in love toward the brethren. That's, that's the whole point of carrying on, that we might support one another, that we might love one another. Talking about being ill, the... Uh, Certainly, one of the church members is hurting. We all hurt. We're one body. All compressed together in one body. So we all hurt. So we love one another. And we hurt for one another. And we can't continue on to know the Lord. It's important. It's important that you don't drop it. Salvation is not just a one-time thing. We are being sanctified. And I don't know if there's a point that we ever get totally sanctified. It's a carrying on. Endure to the end. Carry on. In the book of Second Corinthians, chapter four.
chapter 4 and verse 13, he said, We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, he said, I believe, and therefore have I spoken, and we also believe, and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. That's the resurrection I'm talking about now, being raised up to sit together in heavenly places. Resurrected for all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Isn't it good? We lay down last night, had a good night's rest, resurrected this morning, wasn't it? Wake us up. Same way with the inner part of man. It rests in the Lord and it is renewed day by day. Every day is a new day. So every day we look unto the Lord again to be resurrected a new day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh up for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen eternal. So we keep looking, keep looking to the Lord for each new day for a renewal. Isn't it good when we can come? You come across a scripture and it just gets you and you can just sit in heavenly places renewed. New. Made new, renewed always in your mind. A renewing, a renewing. Second Timothy, Second Timothy, second chapter, and verse 15. Study, I just quoted this a minute ago, but study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word truth. 
but shun profane and vain badness, for they will increase unto more ungodliness. That's what we want to get away from and turn to know the Lord. And their word will eat as it does a canker of whom Hymenius and Philetus, who concerning the truth of errors, saying the resurrection is past already, and overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, even so, the foundation of God standeth surely, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Isn't that good? He don't ever forget. He knoweth them that are his. And he continues to instruct them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are many vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some unto dishonor. If a man therefore purge, read that again. If a man therefore purge himself of these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified. That's what I was talking about. Sanctified. And meet for the master's use. And prepared under every good work if we follow on to know the Lord. Be a servant. Be a servant unto all. Lord Jesus Christ came into this world to be a servant. A servant of all. That's our example. He was set that we must follow on to know the Lord, to be an example, to be an, a, a servant. Not only that, but we're called to be laborers. Said the laborers are few. We're called to be a laborer. We're called also to be a watchman. Stand watch over the house of God, always watchful, watchful, looking unto the day of his coming again. Flee also youthful lust, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. That's who our brethren are, those of a pure heart. Those are the ones that we gather together with. But foolish and unlearned questions of Lord. Turn away from these things, knowing that they do gender strife. And the servant of the Lord must strive. Must not strive, but be gentle unto all men out. To teach patient be patient follow on 
to know love. Those who've endured to the end shall be saved. Be patient. Hold on in meekness. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure would give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive of him at his will. How you going to keep that from happening? Know the Lord. Know Him. This is our God. That's who we've waited for. This is Him that saved His people to the uttermost. Never leaves them. That was a promise. I'll never leave you. Talking to the church. I'll never leave you or forsake you keep you to the very end. In the book of Ephesians, fifth chapter, in verse six, let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. For ye were sometimes in darkness, but now are ye the light. Are ye the light of the Lord? There's that candle robber once again burning. Always coming to it, never go out. It's eternal. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. By the light. For whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Wherefore, he saith, Awake thou that sleepest and arise from the dead and Christ shall give ye light. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Kind of sound like our day, doesn't it? It's always been the day. Devil's always walking about, seeking whom he may devour. Always. In the book of Romans, then.
verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's that continuing on now. Continue to know the Lord. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man a measure of faith. As far as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we be many or one body in Christ, and every one member of one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, where the prophecy is prophesied according to the proportion of faith. Our ministry, let us wait on our ministering. Or he that teacheth on teaching. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation. See, everybody has a mission. Everybody has service. Serve one another in the church. Love one another. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence, that he may show mercy with cheerfulness. That love be without dissimulation. It hoareth that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affection one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Now slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving, serving the Lord. We all come as servants. Serve one another, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, always praying, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not, rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. If one of the body hurts, we all hurt. If we know the Lord, if we're part of the body, if we're a member of the family of God. So we follow on to know the Lord. In the Hebrews, the 10th chapter.
thing. I want to go to verse 31. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, but call to remembrance of former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Partly while you were made a gazing stock, both of reproaches and afflictions, and partly while you became companions of them that were so used. For he had compassion of me and my bonds, and took joy of his falling of your goods, knowing in yourself that you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. There's that word patience again. Fall on, fall on to know the Lord. That after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we, but we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. To know the Lord. It's not just coming to, coming to the light, but it's walking in the light. We must, we must continue on in the Lord. There's a lot of stuff goes on about the end times and all that stuff. We, we're in the thing. Let me tell you, we're in the end times. So we don't have to wonder about those things. We have come to it. We're there. Things are getting worse and worse, just like the Lord promised. Getting worse and worse. But knowing the Lord, he'll take care of his people. Cast ye up, cast ye up. Get all the stones out of the highway so my people can enter in. And over in the book of Revelation, he talks about them being able to go in and out of the city, the glorious city. What he saw was the new Jerusalem, a holy people. The residents of that city are holy, undefiled, have been washed. Not only with the water of regeneration, but the water daily that comes from the Lord, a washing, a continual washing. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? It's symbolic. The washing with the water is symbolic of that. 
being washed in the blood and made clean. That we might enter in, not behind or around the veil, but through it. We might go through it all the way up to the throne of grace and mercy. That we might see the love of Christ and it might grow in us. That we might be made perfect. Somebody said you couldn't be perfect. Yeah, you can. We're made perfect. We're made perfect. That we might enter in, not being ashamed, walking straight up and walking right in. This is our God we have come to. He's always looking out for his people. Lead, guide, and direct in all the ways that we go, Lord. Always go with a prayer on your heart. You don't have to go find a prayer garden or a prayer closet. Walk with a prayer on your heart. Pray for the brethren that they may follow on to know the Lord, that they might endure until the end. When the Lord comes back to collect his people all together in one people, he'll be our God and we'll be his people.